This week on the X Factor, I mean, I mean FVTV. Welcome to FVTV episode seven. We're back, still going strong. I'm joined by Neil Horgan, Rob Lee Han, hello, John O'Flynn, stronger now, and myself Darren Murphy. <laughs> 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 Just want to start off saying, look, thanks for everyone who's supporting and. Uh, liking us on social and sharing our stuff and tweeting at us and emailing us and everything and can we just put it out there keep doing it and keep getting on to us and get on to your friends and keep sharing I think we have like um, over 500 listeners each episode and stuff if if half of those people just share and retweet on Twitter if you like the podcast um, we'll, be, we'll be doing well exponential growth that's what we're looking for <laughs> <laughs> yeah also Daz knows where all the 500 listeners live so <laughs> if I were ye I probably would share it and tell your best buddy to share it too <laughs> all your info comes in <laughs> I will find you <laughs> no uh, so there was a couple of things about improvements in the podcast so we're trying to improve the, yeah. the sound quality again as we're, we're talking we're, like we're not technical guys we just set this up um, obviously set fans voice tv up last march and you know it's 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 kind of getting there again people uh, what was the feedback darren <laughs> was it about the vocals <laughs> so a small bit louder as well yeah, just well, say it to me yeah. it's no <laughs> <laughs> it was, okay it was hoggy low down hoggy yeah. <laughs> but uh no we'll try to improve it as much as we can obviously the people were talking about a schedule as well and um, again uh, Claude Haywood uh, edits the podcast and she's got a full time job we've all got full time jobs we try to get it out there as quick as we can we're going to aim for Monday nights so Monday nights up and then after that Rob is on our Insta and he will take all your questions he's doing a great yep. job that's just the, the kind of getting out there out of the way we'll get back to the to what the fans want to hear now. just one of the other suggestions that uh, we are trying what we, we're kind of trying to do is someone suggested phone and interviews yeah. So it's something we're thinking about, and we just need again the technical side is something that just needs to be ironed out before we can do anything like that. No, we we actually did a phone interview last week with Mark Herrick from Headright Sports. The sound wasn't great, to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't think you're going to get that sound sound off a phone, no matter kind of what <laughs> you do. So what we're going to do is next time Mark is down in Cork, he's going to come in to the podcast. And uh, he's got a good story to tell. So it's like conversation you have in a meeting before the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, and uh, we, we should probably get Vodafone to give us a, a, a clear phone for uh, Vodafone Cork. Yeah. <laughs> just just a you, suggestion. Will you check me next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> business business accounts. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the that's the, that's the issues. Right, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's get on with the podcast. Okay, this is fans' voice TV. Yeah. Let not fans they have a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Want your Just voice because they can't hear your voice on, yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> so we'll go straight into the questions. What are people wanting to know? Well, a common one coming in was the biggest, probably the biggest story from the League of Ireland last week: the Cove bus. The bus broke down twice on the way to Drada and they only had five minutes to warm up. The ref wouldn't delay the kick-off for them and the people want to know our thoughts on that. Some people suggesting it's just an excuse from Cove to hide the result. Some people saying the ref should have delayed it. Just what do we think, basically? Someone had up that something similar happened to a team who was travelling down to Cove, was it last season or the season before? U- UCD. And, and they got enough time to, to warm up and there was a, it was a late kick-off. So they I delayed it. For the UCD, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I 
I think people were saying that it was the FAI's decision. Yeah. That it wasn't the ref made the call himself. That he yeah. had to ask, and they were he was told because I think he got they delayed it ten minutes till yeah. five to eight before they kicked off, and I think that's all he was told he was allowed to do. I think there'd be some common sense and like yeah, it's not live on Sky Sports. I saw it's just delayed. Yeah. If, you know, yeah. give him a chance to warm up. Ian Ian Ryan from Cove said that Drada had no problem delaying the kickoff. Yeah, that they just wanted to know. Oh, so was it the club? Yeah, Drada yeah. Drada were literally asking what time is kickoff going to be so they could do their own warm up at the right time and all that stuff. I suppose it is a bit of an unfair advantage. You know, you're upset. You're going up there. It's away from home, and it's hard enough playing away from home mm. without that happening to you. Yeah, it's very hard, very hard. And I'd say it did have a, a you know, it was a factor in, in them losing in the game. I think probably just the mentality. And I yeah. think they were saying that the the refs came down hard on them, and from is right from the off, from really? maybe from them oh, yeah. asking for. An extended warm up. They didn't, didn't happen. Like that. Maybe the yeah, a bit mm-hmm. of friction there. And it's probably unforeseen circumstances. A bus breaking down that could happen. It's not like yeah. Or was there a player on the bus shooting pellets at the driver? <laughs> 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 something actually happened. To us. I don't know. Would you have been playing Murph up in Dundalk the first year John Coffey was manager? It wasn't the bus broke down, but there was a burst pipe on the M50. So we were, it was gridlock, and we only got there. I think same. 20 minutes, half an hour before the game, and well, we were trailing down after 20 minutes or something. <laughs> Did you get an extended time to warm up? We got on? extra, I think it was 15 minutes to take off the lead. Yeah, all right. But we yeah. still we still had probably only 15, 20 minutes to get warmed up before we had to go. Like I suppose what people want to know is, is it an excuse? And it's not, really, it's not really an excuse, but it is going to upset your team. So Yeah, and I think Hendo is a person to voice his opinion on social media. So yes. you probably there's probably lots of stuff happening in the league that we don't know about that you say oh that's an excuse but because yeah. he's he openly yeah. voices his opinion Says on it. there then you know it's one of those as well when the way the result went whatever like if they had won and then come out complaining yeah. but it's because yeah, they, yeah. they lost people automatically say oh there's making excuses because yeah, they the lost excuse, yeah yeah it's just a bad day right. off is all around for them isn't yeah, it yeah definitely but I would I would have thought that common sense should have dictated and they should have given given. Darren has given out to me for my hand <laughs> over my mouth. The common sense should have dictated and they should have been given more time, basically. Yeah. And, you know, they'll get back. Who are they playing this weekend? Do anybody know? Athlone at home, Athlone. I think. Yeah. So hopefully they'll get back, you know, to... Tough place to go anyway. Down the cove, it's always... They yeah. always make it tough, so... Yeah. Um, actually, like, I know it's uh, dic- uh, documented in my book, book two, we had Busgate. Oh, you, you have a book? <laughs> <laughs> you have a book. Uh, Busgate, you know, uh, is the fans christened it I where know. the bus driver wouldn't leave. I know the story, leave. yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't leave. Oh, it would money wait, reasons. Yeah, yeah. money yeah. reasons. All right. So, um, you haven't read the book, John, obviously. <laughs> no. <laughs> I told you openly last week, I didn't run. Or I didn't. Neil, Neil Morgan. Uh, but, but like that, it, it affected us. I think I think we ended up losing the game or whatever. But they should probably christen this, like some name, like, you know... Um, oh, for your third book, is it hard? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, think of a no, name. I, I, I don't know. You think of a name. Bust down. I don't know. <laughs> Drag a bus. <laughs> Bust a move. You know, is there some, there's some curse with Cove because when I was down there, it happened to us twice, two away games. The bus broke down on the way. Right. One was at, one was actually up in Drada as well. We never, it never came to that stage where we only got there 10 minutes before the game, but there was definitely delays. They're cursed. Yeah. There's none of those bus. straight away that you'd be thinking, right, we're on about the, the League of Ireland trying to make money or whatever, and you know, the government to try and help them out. 
Like, why don't they organise for Air Nord Air and to, for the teams to travel free up and down the train? Yeah, they should have essential contracts about the art, you know, organise all yeah. that. Especially with the under uh, 19, 17s, 15s, 13s now. Yeah, it's definitely you know? an opportunity there. I think that's what they do, you know, in, in Australia. I was looking into that before. That, that definitely is something they should do. Yeah, they should definitely do that, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> Good man, Augie. <laughs> going, going back to Drogheda, last year... My first game for our first league game for Finn Harps was up in Drogheda. Game was called all the way up to Dublin. Game was called off because of the floodlights. Oh, and it was something similar. I remember, that, I remember that story actually. Yeah, and they played I don't know umpteen uh, pre-season games on the pitch where the floodlights. I think they were, overall they're missing like ten, twelve bulbs from the floodlights all the way around. And then it came to their first game of the season and oh, the refs called the game. And they played pre-season games in, yeah, yeah. in the ground already, and they were fine. It was quite dark, but yeah, yeah maybe the draw it is, is the cursed place <laughs> yeah. to go, especially if you get in first game of the season. I never liked going to draw personally. No, no, it's tight ground, tight pitch, mm. tight dressing rooms, very tight dressing yeah. rooms, very tight. Hunky, Hunky Dory Park is it still called that? I don't think it is actually. It's been renamed. Still the same place though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna stop this podcast if you do not. It's just a United speak United into the microphone. <laughs> I think it's just a United I remember that name though, Hogan. Every night or every Friday night, I used to play there. It was always a crisp night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old Gato, right? If he missed Hoggy, because he used his, his hand as a as a mask sometimes. You can't hear him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that's called bus breakdown anyway. That's our thoughts uh, on it. Another one came in was about uh, Dundalk's managerial situation and the fact that no one really knows who their manager is because they have Vinnie Pert and John Gill both in charge. It's kind of co-manager set up. And Roy and Higgins is there d- as well, isn't he? The, quest- the question was basically, would you find that confusing if you were a player on the team? <laughs> Players get confused by anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? It's more that's, than one person. That's why, that's why Head Right Sports is invented. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, we had a similar when Tommy Dunn left Cork City and Stuart Ashton took over. Stewie and Billy and it was because of uh, licenses because Stewie didn't oh, have yeah. the pro license so he could only take the team for 60 days and then like, don't ask me the guy's name some fella came in with a pro license as kind of just a figurehead basically but Stewie was still doing everything all team talks picking the team but he, this guy was officially the manager yeah I remember that actually. I don't know if that's the situation yeah. in, in Dundalk but mm. I was actually talking to a guy the other day about um, he's, he's a coach in rugby and I didn't know this, I, I don't really watch rugby, not really into it, I don't know, I can't grasp it anyway, but um, there's a manager in rugby clubs and he's just the, like the organiser, like he'll organise team, the, the team and then you have your head coach, the head coach does all the coaching, picks the team and everything, so maybe it does work in rugby, so maybe it's something that could work mm-hmm. in football, you have obviously a manager's or, organisation skills, manager is a manager, you know, of the club and the background of it and then you bring in a head coach who does all the coaching and looks after the team kind of aspect of it so it's kind of like the way it is in the American sports as well yeah they have the kind of GM who works yeah, does exactly. the signings and contracts and all that but where it gets difficult is defining the role I suppose at the start yeah or finances yeah. <laughs> you're trying to make a role for yeah. different and as you know players will catch out straight away like yeah but if you're not, if they're <laughs> signing if someone else is signing your players that's a problem if you're, you know, the, the traditional yeah. manager set up like, 
who makes the decision, who the final decision. decision or, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Called, I think that's caused a lot of problems in football now because yeah. they have these head of recruitments and technical directors and sporting directors and exactly. every other kind of director you can think of and the manager's role is kind of getting diminished all the time. Yeah, yeah. I suppose if you go back to like Bobby Robson, did you watch that documentary on Netflix? It's all very right, good. Yeah. Like he did everything, managing the people in washing the kit and stuff like that. So. <laughs> That's the only thing you could think of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to think what. <laughs> yeah, you would have had complete control. I'd say previously on all the transfers if you were the manager and probably. Maybe the youth team and like Jack Charlton was with the Irish setup, like he was deciding who was playing for the under twenty ones and who was playing for the youths and this was a different model to management, like. But I think if you're going the way you're talking about Murph, like and you, I was a manager, I wouldn't like that, that one bit, like. Yeah, it just has to it has to be. I think it, like you said, it can cause confusion unless it's yeah everyone knows exactly who's in charge of what. Did you see the Sunderland show? This show about Sunderland. Yeah. Yeah. And to see the CEO there who was kind of, in, you know, he was there as the managers were coming and going, like, he was making decisions, yeah. it seemed like. About, he yeah. seemed to be signing the know? players, like. Yeah. And then you're kind of thinking, well, who's responsible for them doing well and poorly, or poorly, like. But does that come from the owner? Then he's kind of taking, he's he's a, he's got a job at the end of the day as well. He's he's on the phone to the owner and the outside of it, which you didn't see. And the owner's probably telling him, I'm bringing this guy in, like, and he's to play. That's what I think was going on in there. I think back to Dundalk. They had to stick with Vinny because Vinny's been under Stephen and knows yeah. the, the way he plays. He, he knows the, the lad would trust yeah. him. Yeah, he can just carry on what they're doing rather than someone coming in totally changing it. Dundalk had the recipe to, for success, so why change that? And I think keeping Vinny. Yeah. Depends. Do you ever, yeah. Do you ever think it's hard from when the assistant manager goes to the manager? Because a lot of time the assistant would kind of be the player's friend, like kind of the softer touch who does all the coaching, and yeah. then when he's kind of the head. I think that's a big transition, all right, yeah. yeah. Like some, I think it that's is. sometimes where it goes wrong for assistants when they try and still be friends with the players. It's mm-hmm. definitely yeah. harder in some situations, all right, like, you know. Yeah, that is a tough one, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how Dundalk get on because I do think they're weaker, like, without Stephen Kenny there. Just looking on the sideline when they were playing the President's Cup and you're kind of thinking, right, they're, all, they're good, but they would have been much better under Stephen Kenny. And that's no reflection on the lads. Yeah. Who are there? Hopefully they'll. Well, I suppose well, probably is a reflection. Hoggy's in on the fence, and we're and world peace. <laughs> what else have we got on the? There was one. Uh, Shamrock Rovers fan wanted us to give a mention. I suppose we are primarily Cork based, uh, but he wanted to give a mention to the three Dublin teams: Pats, Rovers, and Bows getting off to flying starts in the league. And we'll say no. Oh, the flying to be fair. Um, yeah, had a great win on Monday well, night. Done well, young team like he's doing really well. Keith Long's, I think he was one of he was one of the favourites for the Dundalk job when Stephen Kenny right went to the, the Irish setup. But obviously, I think he was just after signing a new three-year contract. I think they've just kicked on from the the great end of the season they had last year. You know, gained momentum and just, and just kept yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. So they they've the youngest team in the league as well. Mm. They had three teenagers and a few twenty-year-olds playing there on Monday night. Yeah, they, their club. If you if you've been to any Bulls games, it feels like a real club up there. Mm. The the way they do their social media. I know you ran about the poet last week, but it's class actually to be at that game. I went to Cork City against Bulls. I think it was last year, or the year before, and I ended up sitting with the Bulls under seventeens who were all watching the game or whatever. And the atmosphere was brilliant. It was actually brilliant. So I'd say whatever's going on in that club, they're doing it the right way at the moment, aren't they? And attendances as well. 
Tendencies yeah. are tendencies are keeping are steady, and yeah, they are in Dublin. Yeah. Four thousand at Daily Mount Monday night for yeah. the Dublin Derby. Very I good. think people are really like trying to like prove a point there now. Support local yeah, and support go local, to the games. Like, they yeah, yeah. go to the games and they are doing it. We were at the Cork City game there Friday yeah. night. Well, you, you were there for 20 minutes. <laughs> 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 He's doing a book signing after. <laughs> 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 He's telling everyone about his book for the 20 minutes. There's <laughs> a guy sitting next to him that even, couldn't even speak. Did you hear about Busgate, no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, asking about, did you hear about Cove and then bring it back to himself? But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but no, we can definitely involve uh, them a bit more. Their new, their new signings are definitely betting in well yeah. also. See, Mikey Drennan got winners in the first two games for Pats. Yeah. yeah. Big signing for them from yeah. after Psycho. Always loved the way Pats play proper football. And yeah. But the Dublin clubs haven't been up there for years. It's been lacking. I saw in there was Mikey was getting a bit of stick for a celebration against Sligo. He done a he, he, he proper run, but he, it was it was towards the end, was it? Last ninety third minute, ninety fourth yeah. minute. Sure he you. ran he ran along the main stand with his hands up to his ears to the fans. That's just pure adrenaline. And apparently, yeah, uh, he he said on Twitter he was getting awful abuse for the whole game. All right, All right yeah. Ah, well, there you I go. Yeah, yeah. want to get that. Shamrock Rovers. I remember when I first was with, with Cork City. I was up there. I was young. I was on the bench and I was warming up. Like, and I went to the, warm up on the sideline, like in was probably what eight, eight, eighteen something like that. And some guys just absolutely abused me. <laughs> and what he hospital is he in? <laughs> he was about, but he was about 45. And he was just up off his chair screaming at my face. And I was like, looking, I was like, I was like thinking, what? What is going on with this well, guy? Like, I was like, why is, he, why, is he, why is he screaming at me? What did I do to you? I didn't do anything. But then I was thinking back after, I was thinking, fair play, passion in the fans, you know. I, I love they were our fans. <laughs> screaming at you? Yeah, screaming at the other players. Yeah. Intimidating them. Yeah, so what else have we got up with? Uh, there's a lot of questions, obviously, about Cork City after losing their first two games. You were at the game last week. People want to know what it's like to play under Caulfield. Uh, where we think they can improve, asking if he should still be the manager, which I think he should. But uh, yeah, so anything basically, Cork City at their start of the season. Yeah, so obviously they won uh, against Sligo, great, great win, uh, great goal by Gerald Morrissey as well. Uh, what a finish that was! We just saw it there a while ago. Actually, we were just watching it before, and um, we were at the game Friday night as yeah, we spoke about. I think Cork City are in a kind of transition where they have a lot of new faces, and it does take time for a team to gel. They were set up wrong, all right. Though the the shape was kind of against Waterford in the first half, especially anyway. But he kind of got it together second half, and you know it could have been one all at one stage. But look, they just ended up losing two uh, 0 at the end Se- of the game. Second goal was kind of on the break yeah. anyway. Later on, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was late in the first half. Late in the second, it was basically the last kick of the game, first half, and yeah, one of the last of the, of the, the second half. So the city had a great uh, few opportunities there to go one all. You know, all about taking one. the chances. Yeah. yeah. As for playing under John, we 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 all played under John. I, th- I think our ex- experiences, yeah. Look, I suppose my own personal experiences. I found him um, passionate. I suppose I, I always I always say this to, <laughs> that he should wear like an unbanished door jacket <laughs> on the sideline. He's, he's up and down like a guy manager, you know, screaming and shouting, and that's just him. That's just his tempo. But I suppose when did you play under him? Uh, what was it 2013 2014 oh, was it 14? 14 2014 yeah. so when I came obviously I was have to come back from England I had a lot of injuries and it wasn't kind of fair on him really I suppose we kind of had a up and down relationship about training and stuff like that I was kind of taking it easy he wanted me probably which is right the best out of me you yeah. know and kind of pushing me and I was kind of pushing back and then but look 
that's that's football and he was dead right to do it I, I, I left then it was just the right choice for me so I, I, I respected him I think he's a great manager and that's what you want at the end of the day like, I think him jumping into the crowd the other night endearing himself to the fans I think that was great I think it, that just shows how much it means it, to him yeah but it meant to, to get that first win two tough games to start with two probably not great results did they play well did they not if you take your chances it totally changes but I think jumping into the crowd showing that you care expressing your emotions he does on the sideline but I think jumping in the, the fans would think a lot of that and going up to Sligo on a Monday night you know, that's, what they, that's what they want to see great results but it's that passion afterwards yeah. they're talking about that still they're going back in the bus saying you know fair juice to him like so I think as a manager you have to go to the fans you got to respect the fans you got to show them you care and involve them in, in the game basically you know and in celebrations yeah, them so, yeah but I think the difference between the start and that game things can totally change yeah. you know two wins in a row now and it's like City have got things together you know uh, I think scoring the first goal really calms it down and yeah, getting on the board yeah even that was a scrappy goal like that could if it breaks somewhere else it's cleared and it's nil all then it could be a completely yeah. different game like that's it it's going to be a bit more open this league anyway definitely. yeah definitely. I think definitely like no one I don't think anyone's going to run away with it this year like Dundalk no. did last season even UCD there they're strong Finn Arps have had, yeah. a, had a decent start they're strong I think as you say everyone's a lot stronger than yeah, they probably would, would, would have been a couple of years ago two great results for Finn Arps drawn yeah. up drawn with Dundalk and then drawn away to Pats Monday yeah. Two points, probably no one expected no, him to get like. I think as well. <laughs> Them <laughs> sleeping tablets kicking it out. Neil Org is taken. Any more questions, Kev? Uh, yeah, the one there about uh, the confusion with the uh, highlights that we were talking about there earlier. That clubs were told they weren't allowed post highlights until after the Soccer Republic show on Monday night. But then RTE came out and said they didn't tell any of the clubs that. Now the FAI are saying they never put an embargo on it. So it's all... But it's been lifted now anyway. Yeah, but that's the main thing, isn't it? It was all just confusion. Clubs didn't. Clubs weren't allowed, but no one knows who told them they're not allowed. But like, why? what was the reason all along? Was it because the Soccer Republic would get, show the... To get Republic people to watch yeah. that show as far yeah, as I know. Right. Okay. But yeah. then you'd, you'd see the, the First Division clubs posting goals and okay. for the Prem then you have yeah. to wait but if they say you're not allowed to post them until this then you put games on Monday night when that show is on yeah. so again there's two sets of games you have to put up you're two behind yeah, yeah. it makes no yeah. sense like. like I was at home there on Monday night and I was like the, I would have watched one of those games like, and there was no game on TV actually the first game start of the year Cork City were away to Pats was it yeah I, I would have paid I would have paid good money to watch that on TV genuinely like I paid for this the This is coming from fight. the tightest man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so there must be an yeah. opportunity there. He would have got his community money out under the bed and he would have <laughs> would have done. Like what is it? 15, 20 quid to go to like obviously you 15 can't, euros. If yeah. you can't get up to Dublin, you pay you pay five euro to watch it on TV, like. Yeah, you would. I don't I, I don't understand why there isn't like um subscription, uh, subscription or even that's, that was another one. Why are RT showing was, the games? Like I can't I, understand it. Is it is it is it a cost or they released RT released that they're only gonna show fifteen or seventeen League of Ireland games this year. But two of them are cup semi finals and one is cup final. I'm gonna put it out there now, yeah. RT that like, you know, we will show the games. <laughs> you don't have to pay those guys to come on uh, big money or anything like that. To pay us bigger money, but <laughs> take the money out of the quality of the cameras and put it into <laughs> we will present the show. 
but like the, the cameras are there sources. anyway <laughs> like how do they get the highlights the cameras are there anyway yeah yeah couldn't they very easily make like it into we, subscription yeah, or stream, service stream or stream yeah, yeah. like yeah the clubs are losing out they're not being able to stream the game live I suppose yeah, I don't see why there can't be some online subscription that exactly. you pay what is it whatever it is 30, 40 euro a year and you can watch whatever game you want. I tell you, people abroad would watch, like, like who are on holidays or Irish fellas, yeah. like, they would, like. Like, they have it for other, like, the NBA, the NFL, they all have their own online subscription. I don't, like, the League of Ireland could set uh, up GA one. GA has it. Because um, uh, when the All-Ireland final was on, I was in uh, Greece this year, and I wanted to watch it. And I looked it up, I think it was 30 or 40 quid, and I was like, I'm definitely watching that Limerick, uh, yeah. wherever they played. It was brilliant. Limerick and Galway. But, like, you'd pay, for the start of the season this year, I would have paid 15, 20 quid, honestly. Straight away to did watch Corks against Pats. Did you find money recently? <laughs> <laughs> the book sales are going well. <laughs> they are. The book about me, is it? <laughs> so next question is, I suppose, mainly for yourself and or Darren and Flinny. Uh, what What are the main differences culturally between playing in England and playing in Ireland? We'll take this one hot. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Darren. <laughs> I suppose are they asking for culture difference? Because uh, he can't answer culture difference. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose like, culture difference, like dressing room, dressing room culture, preparation, yeah, all I mean, that kind of professionalism, all that kind they, of stuff. There's definitely there's a huge culture difference. Um, I find it straight away when you go in. Obviously, they've been brought up a different way. Like they're they're a lot more professional from a younger age, and um, whereas we're we're not really we're into our local clubs and you know they're probably training. They're dropped off from school probably every day like to a club and they're training whereas we probably train maybe once a week and then a game at the weekend yeah. something like that and then you're playing ball with your friends the rest of the time the English lads were always kind of fitter and stronger than you when you first went over there and then you kind of you took time to c- catch up uh, I suppose getting along with them in a kind of culture way and it's, it's, it's not easy to gel with them I, I, I found it hard anyway I don't know about you John like but after a while it did obviously but yeah, I found it okay yeah I wouldn't be as angry as you, so I wouldn't have come into many many confrontations. <laughs> the problem was the other way around. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think overall it's more cutthroat in England. It's results based. It's if you're not doing your job, you're out of the team, and they get a loan player in from a Premier League club, Championship club, or something. So I remember towards um, when I was in League One with with Exeter, we had our best ever finish. Uh, one year we finished eight, and then the following season we were struggling. And we were saying, we never really saw relegation coming, but it was coming on the cards and basically five, six, seven, eight. We had a chat one day, we were up in Notts County, I think, and it was basically pre-match, this is the team that's going to either go down or get us out of the, the shite. And, you know, let's stay together as a group. We lost that game and the following week we had like six uh, six lone players in. <laughs> <laughs> so we went from being, being as a group, yeah, to, yeah, but, yeah. but that's it, it's, cu- it's cutthroat yeah. and... The manager, you know, obviously it's the same over here that if the manager isn't doing the business, yeah. he could go. But over there, it, I think it's a lot more cutthroat. It's kind of strange that way, isn't it? Like, because there's just fellas coming in and out the dressing room every day. Different loan players, different trialists, constantly. Like, you have, like you could be playing well. And there's a guy from, like, a higher club on loan come in and he's in your position. You know, and I suppose it drives you in a way, all right, but... They still have that kind of advantage then that right we've got them on loan, you know, so we're gonna utilise them as much as we can. 
and would they would the clubs be under pressure from the bigger clubs to play those fellas? Oh yeah, the, like, we, we if, had a, if, like if you don't play him, we're not giving you any more loan players kind of thing. We had a lad who yeah. came and in the loan contract it was basically he had to play every game. Yeah, and it was he was that bad that his second last game he came on for five minutes and he got whipped off because he had to play because the clubs obviously be paying half the wages, yeah. quarter the wages, and they'd be on decent wages. So it's part of the deal. That, that's part of it. Yeah. So, but yeah. It is. That's the thing as well as you said. Like, take a player from Man City. He comes to you and you don't play him. You're not going to get another player from yeah. Man City again. Like, uh, there was a few came in today just about Mick McCarthy did a press conference where he was talking. He talked a bit about a few League of Ireland players, and again more English-born players like Nathan Redmond, Patrick Bamford, a few others that he's trying to get to declare for Ireland. But um, he, he mentioned Dara. He mentioned Dara O'Connor oh, yeah. from Cork City and Jamie Lennon from St Pat's. Because he was at that game the first day of the season, and he particularly was impressed with Daryl O'Connor. Just like that's class. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw him. You told me watch him at the game the other night. He he was decent. Yeah, very good. Very yeah, lively. He didn't have his very best game the other night actually. But he was still lively okay. at times, like against Waterford. I thought, you know, that spark or yeah. if something was going to be created, it was going to come through him. Okay. You know, he's made a big impression anyway. Yeah, massive impression. Yeah, the fans, the fans definitely seem to love him already. For not yeah. a great start for the club, he he's the player who stuck out. So yeah. You know. I thought Rowan Hurley had a good game the 19 year is he 19? 19 left, year old left back left back was under yeah, 19 no, he got pulled a half time there because they had to change the shape yeah he looked good he looked did. like he, he looked uh, lively as well put a good few crosses the game in the box and he was yeah. kind of traditional good style young, kind yeah. of full back I thought when I saw him I thought he looked good honestly and was Kev- Kevin O'Connor playing in midfield? yeah to Kevin begin with Kevin O'Connor played in midfield yeah, yeah but again Kevin's obviously a fantastic uh, full back yeah. when he went into left back he looked more comfortable in the middle, I think when you're putting fullbacks into the middle and they don't have the experience of like you know turning on the ball or protecting the ball when it comes and your back is facing to the other goal and you know just those those little things and you could see that. He just I think he needs to get fitter. Yeah. It's just match fitness for him. He came to the club as a midfielder and then jump Convert put him back. Yeah, mm. so I just think he need, the match fitness will will really show his quality, especially in the middle, because he I think he has the attributes anyway. Be interesting to see the team on Friday uh, against Derry and see if he's uh, playing left back or midfield. Who who played up front last Friday? Uh, it was Cummins, Cummins, but he was out. He was injured then for Monday night, wasn't he? Was he injured right yeah, on Monday? Yeah. Grine, I think he's Grine, but Grine said he'll be back now again for Friday. Cummins and kind of Tilly played behind him. Behind him, then yeah. Watching the highlights there, Griffin was involved in yeah, in Gr- a lot of the stuff. Yeah, so Griffin, I don't think yeah, he, he'd he come out of left back. back yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, true. Great engine. On him, yeah, so. yeah, it does have a great engine. But uh, you know. Speaking about there, he has headaches. He has players who are on the bench yeah. who probably want to be playing, and so that's good for the club as well. Like again, like the amount of new players, it's going to take him a few games to find his best mm. eleven or what yeah. his favorite eleven is. It's exciting, though. No? I mean, you know, they've been used to success the last few years, but with a kind of I know they have changes every year, but kind of experienced guys. This is the first time there's kind of more young players who are a bit. It could go very well. Or it could go kind of bad. Yeah, it's unknown, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They I think can, obviously come in with quality, but yeah. Yeah. can they do it You know, for a team that wants to win every week? And I think that's why there's, you know, you'll get fans down there to just to see that. Yeah. That's half the reason I was down at you know, the President's Cup or even the start of the Waterford game. Um, just to see how how the, the young players going to go. Game because you got in for free. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty minutes in, yeah. <laughs> Half time for the tea and biscuits. And <laughs> Do you have tips <laughs> on the back biscuits. of your book? <laughs> Lovely biscuits. How to get in free? <laughs> so this is the time of the podcast where we're going to go to Rob's weird story. Oh yeah. Uh, this one from 
another uh, book that I've read. I know you're impressed with how many books I've read yeah, there, but there must be at least four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Keith Gillespie's book, How Not to Be a Football Millionaire. And it's a story of one of their uh, team nights out at Newcastle when they went to Dublin. Basically, they're in a bar playing drinking games. They've been drinking for about eight hours at this point. And Gillespie said himself, he said, he's gone drunk. They're playing drinking games and he keeps losing. So he throws a load of cutlery off the table. And uh, Alan Shearer told, tells him, do you want to sort yourself out? And Gillespie said, I'll sort you out now, let's go outside. <laughs> so he said, sounds like a typical Irish night out, right? He said he immediately regretted that decision before anything even happened. He was like, oh God, size of Alan Shearer. <laughs> so he said, I'm going to have to try and get the first punch in. So they went outside. Gillespie, drunk as a fool, swung for Shearer, completely missed. <laughs> a Shearer hit him once. <laughs> Gillespie said he woke up in the hospital. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, the police are after being called and everything. They had to get an ambulance for him. Gee. And uh, said they had to tell uh, the police that he got hit by a car <laughs> because Alan Shearer was the England captain. <laughs> so so the they couldn't, yeah. get in, couldn't get into the papers that they were fighting on the night out. Whoa. So the police then driving around Dublin looking for a car they gave a licence plate and everything <laughs> a car with half a nose on the bonnet <laughs> the police driving around for hours looking for this car and it was a challenge here hit him so that is my story for the week Darren brilliant brilliant very good I've heard a story before about when Shearer was at Blackburn it was Shearer Graham Lasso, um Chris Hutton yeah there would have been a few down the back of the bus you know that little red hammer on the bus where you could smash yeah, the window yeah, yeah. where yeah that, that used to get passed around and they used to knock the window and, and who could knock it the hardest without smashing it basically it was, was, was the <laughs> game <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and a few windows got smashed like but don't be the player go as hard as you can but like like the stuff footballers get up because yeah. they're so bored on a trip like it's crazy isn't it very funny five, five six hours on a bus Gonna yeah. have to entertain yourself somehow like criminal damage <laughs> like who is your favourite player yeah. I think you would have smashed me with armour if we kept that on is there any more questions about? Um, I think we've gone through most of them perfect what about did we get a few questions about the Chelsea keeper oh uh, yeah I yeah, forgot about that speaking about yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like, that was a massive what would you have done if you were sorry Black Keith Catlin replied to the on Instagram and said yeah. that there was nothing Sarri could do because the player, if the player refuses to come off, the game just has to continue. Yeah, but emotionally, oh, you yeah. could see th- mm. there was players holding him back there as they were they were chatting about yeah. the penalty takers or whatever. Like he, that. he even started abusing the subkeeper. <laughs> Subkeepers, what do you want me to do? And also, <laughs> it's so disrespectful. Who's, yeah. the, who's the captain? Um, as as had the right foot. Yeah, you think you get onto your captain? That's that's what I do and say, drag him off. Yeah, do you know, yeah, you know from yeah. another player, it's a different thing. You know, or, or like he came out the next day saying, you know, oh, you got it all wrong that, you know, oh, I, I was injured, I, I had a cramp, cramp or something and I wanted to stay on and stuff like that. But again, like, you're, you're, he done it in a totally wrong way. Like, he was basically, you know, pointing his hand, you know, looking at the manager, get away. Like, if it, if it was a cramp and he wanted to stay on, wouldn't you have gone over, like, if you're okay, obviously, jog over to the sideline and, and call the manager to the side and say, look, I had, a, I had a bit of a cramp, it's gone, but I'm the number one keeper, I think I can go and go now for the penalties instead of letting that whole situation arise. Mm. Yeah, so disrespectful, undermining the manager, totally. not really caring, and, and the subkeeper as well. Sari handled it, I thought, the, 
totally wrong way as well. I mean, he's screaming and shouting at Zola and obviously the, the goalkeeper uh, coach on the sideline for just sitting down in the dugout and not getting up and trying to solve the situation. And then he storms into the dressing room and I reckon I reckon he realised when he was walking into that dressing room, whoops, I better come back out because <laughs> if I walk out here, I'm I walking out of the contract. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I walk back on. on that pitch. But it's pure emotion. Like, like yeah. you, you think, how would you have reacted to that? If you turn around and your two assistants are sitting down not even screaming on. I think <laughs> crazy dash of the wind. I think Super I would, crazy. I, I don't know, obviously, you can't say what's going to happen in this situation because it didn't happen. But I would, I would go to the side of the pitch, the line, and I, I would just stand there until he came off like I, w- I wouldn't have let the game go on like I know you have to leave you have to leave the player on that he has no choice but I, I would have been just like come off the pitch or I would have said to the ref I need to go up and talk to my player he obviously can't hear me and go on to the pitch and just put my arm around you're coming off like you know put your arm around no seriously why is he looking at his goalkeeper coach and his system you're the manager you know you tell your player you're making the decision it's the best for the team like I'm, I'm saying to the line or the referee I'm saying if he's not, not if it's not a rule yeah. don't start to book yeah. him send him off He, you know for time wasting yeah. Yeah. like so, that, that that doesn't go on where yeah. the game then restarts and, and he stays I on the pitch I think that is the rule so. isn't it like I read that that if the player refused to go yeah. off the, the, the ref has to just play on alright so he, he was like if, if Sarri had stepped on the pitch he gets sent off but then the game continues anyway I think I would have taken that as, has, as the manager has, I would have went on and taken him off and yeah. taken the yeah. sending yeah. off has it happened yeah. before I've never seen that. I've never seen anything. I've never seen that happen. Not a mind. I've never even seen it happen in amateur football. It's or unbelievable like. how football just kind of comes <laughs> up with stuff every yeah, week. Like it is well. like unbelievable. Um, the only other times you've seen maybe a guy refuse to come on. Do you remember that before? Oh, yeah. Tevez in yeah, the yeah, European yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or re- refused to warm up the knee, and then yeah. he didn't. Come, I don't know. Yeah, they were really? playing golf for six months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little sabbatical. Obviously, Kepa isn't playing tonight. Uh, no, yeah, he's got dropped for the Spurs game tonight. But it's interesting, from a legal point of view, I'd say if you refuse to play, you could possibly breach contract. Contract. Yeah, contract. Yeah, But if you refuse to come off, it's not it's the same. Because yeah. the rules. Yeah, it plays yeah. into the rules. Do you think they'll still write something into con- players' contracts from now on clubs about that? If you, no, I don't if you know. disobey the manager. Or, yeah. But you can't write it like that because you could be disobeying and not to come into training. Or I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if FIFA changed the rule that yeah. the ref can just go to the manager and force the player off the pitch maybe yeah. to avoid a situation like that happening if that's the rule that he's allowed well, obviously someone off. else is going to try it at some stage yeah. someone who's pissed off at the club or someone something like that you know what I mean bad it's open it's open for it's it yeah. you know, there'll be kids training forget, that. forget <laughs> all the rules because if I don't know 99% of people wouldn't have known that was a rule that you yeah. no, you don't I have to know. so yeah. 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 That, no. yeah. but uh, like on that point what really bugbear for me is players who get substituted off who are obviously pissed off at the manager but don't then shake the hand oh, of yeah. the fella like Henderson it's not did, didn't he? Yeah. did he yeah, yeah no no that was, didn't he not shake the he shake the player's hand he didn't shake Klopp's hand he didn't yeah. shake Klopp's hand it was Klopp, Klopp pulled him out of the dugout yeah, but, shake hand. but that's fine I'm on a boat a player coming off yeah, and you're coming yeah, on yeah. as a sub for him Yeah, have a respect for your yeah. like you're yeah. pissed off at the manager it's not my fault that I'm yeah. coming off you it wasn't my decision totally so that you know, I think that's as a manager, disrespectful I, as well. I would be, I would be expecting my player to be pissed off coming off. Yeah. If there's, if he's not, there's something wrong. Yeah. You know it what depends what the circumstances are. Yeah. But I think, but still not throwing, keep respect yeah. to your fellow player yeah. coming on. I, then have the strop of the manager. I don't like people throwing, like, yeah, throwing absolute strop either. Though, like, fair enough, you're going to be pissed off, but <coughs> I think it disrupts everyone. 
if you start having a fight with the manager on the sideline, it kind of distracts from everyone yeah. like in the game and everything. It just you can do it afterwards. Or yeah, I think if I was sorry, I would have played him tonight and then. After like five minutes, after the first, <laughs> after the first ball went down, <laughs> I would have taken him off. Yeah, <laughs> you, you definitely would have got your P45 in the morning. Yeah, then, yeah. 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 going off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, actually. I know yeah. how to handle it this time. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I'd be very, very surprised to see him starting again for Chelsea unless Sarri's gone soon. Mm. Which is that, that could be a big possibility as well. That's big money, like record for a goalkeeper. Did you, any of you watch the Man United Liverpool game? I did. I did. Actually. It was poor, crazy the amount of injuries. Ridiculous. Three, player, three players off injured in the first half. United yeah. and Firmino for Liverpool. Unbelievable. I've never yeah. seen that before no. either. Like, like, I was watching the game and it was like surreal because Rashford was looking to come off that time. Obviously, yeah, and he was Herrera, struggling. And, and then Herrera was like, "No, tonight. don't take Rashford off. Take me off. I'm struggling. <laughs> Get me out of here." I think Sunday was the day for for injuries in general. My my team in Wexford. Oh, you said that. Yeah, yeah we yeah. played North End. My right winger basically snapped his leg. His bone was coming Jesus. out through the skin. Yeah, you showed which, us the pictures, which wasn't oh, great. Yeah. yeah. So there was about 35, 40 minutes where we were waiting on an ambulance to come and getting off the pitch. So it was it was surreal, really. Another another one of the lads then got two footed. Player sent off, but he was obviously wearing blades because his shin was opened up. It was like a shark right. attack, but oh, it was yeah. similar to your um, yeah. leg before that. Where you could see the fatty tissue. Yeah, yeah. So he was obviously off. And then um, another one of the lads split his eye open, and it was kind of an innocuous challenge, really. Slight tackle, but the the boot flicked up and caught him in the eye. And so <laughs> Sunday was, you know, I, I'd say a Wexford general. Did you say one of your players. Wasted, wasted a lot of stitches that day, <laughs> or ran out of stitches. Did you say one of your players stitched his leg himself because he wanted to watch the Liverpool Man United game? Was, it was the fellow who split his eye open. He, did, he didn't want to go and be waiting the A and E for for hours while the while the game was going on and what a letdown that game was then. Gang, gangrene in his yeah. DIY stitches. Yeah. Speaking of injuries, how's your leg, Rob? Rob, uh, Rob Lee hang on an operation Friday. Oh, it's actually it's very good. Uh, yeah, not not the other Rob who's normally on the podcast. Rob Lee Han. Rob Bartholomew Christopher Lee Han. Trying to get his name out there. I am. I was only I was only on crutches for two days after it, so it's a lot. The recovery's been a lot easier than expected. Hopefully, be back running in about four or five weeks, and then however long it takes me to get back on the pitch, then probably another four weeks, maybe three four weeks. Did the surgeon speak to you afterwards? I spoke to him. Yeah, I'm going back up. Uh, Thursday, Thursday week. About your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's my next operation. Yeah, yeah. The, the swan. <laughs> uh, yeah, Some very back. bad news. He's <laughs> 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 shaking, showing him the mirror. Obviously. <laughs> Sorry, nothing we can do. No, but that's a good sign. You're wearing your your trainers tonight on both on both legs. Oh yeah, both I'm walking away, grand. It's uh, I was wearing a slipper there for a day or two. I had a bit uh, heavier strapping on it, but not funny. I haven't had any uh, ill effects really. So mini uh, preseason coming up, so Robbo. Yeah, <laughs> preseason just before the end of the season. That's normally when I do it. All right, it's nice doing it on your own though. No yeah. one uh, beating in all the runs. The weather, really. weather's better than yeah. when we be doing preseason anyway. Yeah, <laughs> always come, always come first in every run. Then as a loggy, you know it's known to beat, but still. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's actually one of the things that is so different from England. You're doing preseason over in in England, July. Oh, you know, it's like oh, holiday it's, zone. Yeah, it's unbelievable. 
which yeah. you know has its pluses and minuses but over here just running and those heavy pitches yeah heavy cold wet <laughs> iced rock hard sometimes uh it's just a total you difference it's meant to be summer soccer and it's like <laughs> i know it's cold especially for lads who are coming over from england oh they you know it, so. yeah oh yeah. we been used to that pre-season like we had we had a lot on trial one year and uh we actually we couldn't train in Bishoptown because it was like a hurricane outside. One the goal, one the goal, the goalposts were getting blown over and everything. Like, <laughs> so we were going to the Merdick just to do a gym session. And uh, this lad, he was over just after being released from Man United, and he had Danny Welbeck and Lingard on a Snapchat. They were over in Dubai, warm weather training, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sitting in a dressing room in Bishopstone, freezing cold, <laughs> having a nice Twenty bath. layers on. Yeah. <laughs> I've made it. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think you retired after that day. Do yeah. you remember this? The old season in League of Ireland. You weren't no, there. No, you, your first one was the summer soccer. My first one was the kind of transition. transition yeah, one. it was it was June, first of June, I think it kicked off. Yeah, and obviously you didn't play in the old season. Like when it was the same season no, as England, no, yeah. No, our our so season's no. like that now with senior league. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. The winter season. It was it was good old days. It's win- winter all year round. The ones of senior I league, know. is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Played twenty games then in May. But like as, as I said, like the pitches. We're just talking about the pitches there, and like in the summer, no one's playing on them, and they're they're Inactive. probably at the best yeah. they they ever are. What a waste! Like you know, just change it, change it up. I don't know. I think they should change it definitely. There change is it. talks of it, is there? There is. I, I think they pushed something. it back in only a year now, though. I think. Okay. They, yeah, like they they need to just do it. Like, but even season. going to watch games, like you know, if you were exactly. you know a club like Douglas Hall, you get a good crowd up there on a sunny night yeah. up to Money Gorney, be class. So you brought your book again with you this week. Do you know what? It's too hard to find your um your bit. Just do you know what? Just just flick the pages there together, and. Open out some parts of the book. Some of the pages it. are together. I think he, he really enjoys some of the book. Yeah. <laughs> just read, read the extract pages. there. We have to have a extract. Just read what came up. Just It'll be interesting to see. Well, or here. It'll take too long. How many pages are there? You see, there's different Four. Just different there, just versions. pick that column there. No, I'm not going to do that. Page 100 there, just go to that. If you keep talking there, I'll find one. Another darn one. Oh, all right. What if we've nothing to talk about? <laughs> 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 it's a tumble we go by as three minutes. Hoggy's gone through his book. <laughs> Is it a good book anyway? <laughs> oh, yeah, <I've> <laughs> no pressure, Hog. No yeah, pressure. I'm waiting every week for Hoggy well, to bring me a book in. Like, there's, I can't find it now, right? But the story is. Go on. You it's, have yeah, that's what Chris does. Right. So, shock. We were playing. You were gone at this stage, really. Um, you know, I left when we were in trouble, obviously. But stole anyway, my mouth <laughs> <to Barnett. laughs> he did, yeah, yeah stole yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cash in his mouth by his. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> well, we were playing Derry in the Stand Cup semi final, and um, we needed the money. The, the Stand Cup final actually was a big, big earner at the time. But it went to cup uh, to penalties, and Alan Matthews was going around to. All the players, it's in the book. I think I can't find it there now. Don't tell me that as it is. Sh- is no, well, it, was again, <laughs> it was after this, and maybe this is why. So he was saying, Who wants to take one? Like, and I say, Gamble put his hand up, or whoever, Dennis, yeah, you. And then Daz put his crazy Daz put his hand up, 
and he just ignored him, you know. <laughs> and then who else? So he's picking, you know, Dan Murray then next or whatever. And then Daz is saying, "No, me, me." And then he went, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that one lad in the classroom when yeah. he asked a question, he is his hand up he's and totally just looking past him. Yeah, and we all knew <laughs> anyone like, know. <laughs> and then when he picked the five, he get, "Oh yeah, I knew Daz for the sixth one." He said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Giving him like, "Yeah, you, you, you'll win it." Of course, we didn't. We lost. Yeah, exactly. There you go. I actually, I think you've got that story wrong because I've. I remember scoring a penalty in Derry. No, I haven't. Yeah, so. Yeah. No, it is book. He, 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 <laughs> it, was, it was earlier on, so maybe. I think you scored a, a goal in Derry in a real, like in during 90 minutes. In Turner's Cross, I scored against Derry, right. but I did score a penalty in Derry. Hmm. Hmm, it'd be interesting to find that out. Yeah. <laughs> I think you go back in the clips, you hear the. <laughs> 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 and Darren goes <laughs> the old clip black and white <laughs> it was a great game in Old Trafford <laughs> <laughs> fans here from everywhere today Bobby, Bobby Charlton to Ian Law back to best back to Law wow into Murphy what that was <laughs> <laughs> That was good. <laughs> it's like he rehearsed that. <laughs> actually, very good. All the crowd there, and actually, did you ever watch one of those games? All the crowd is like wearing in suits. suits yeah. yeah, like a yeah. shirt and tie, and it was like pure respectful. Yeah, like uh, football gets a bad name as being, you know, the, the sport where fans are fighting with each other. That only happens relatively recently. Like, yeah. you know, back in the day, 70s, it was the, 80s, the gentleman's game, they used to call it. I suppose it. The, like, the jerseys. No, or them days were like the scarfs. They used to wear the scarf yeah. club colours or maybe a hat. There was no, there was no fans wearing the no. jerseys. It was strange, wasn't it? Yeah, they had those things. The rattlers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rattlers. <laughs> I bet you were the rattler. <laughs> he brought one for five minutes on Friday night to the city again. <laughs> but you should do your one senior senior league highlights with that voice. Yeah, 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 definitely. Commentary. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's on a money Gorney doing the commentary live on the thing. Oh, not this fella again. <laughs> Welcome to Douglas Hall. <laughs> Where Douglas Hall take on Mayfield. Ball in, down the side, he crosses. What a great goal by Billy Tab. Great goal, headed to the side corner of the net. And the old fashioned celebration, and you just jump up as high as you can, like a gazelle, giving it the hand up. Oh, you used to do that celebration, the Aug. I did. Yeah. Augie the gazelle. You were. God, had you left the last night at Turner's Cross, actually? I went down um, early to, to go to the toilet, and then I said, get a cup of tea because I was freezing. Next thing I realised I had no money in my pocket and I had my card. Uh, like in so you were asking, you were waiting for Neil Oregon yeah. <laughs> who left his in the white van. <laughs> yeah, how did, he, how did he go actually? He was there, was, cash was there a white van at the gate? We were only for 20 minutes in. <laughs> he would have bought me a cup of tea to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could I, could, I, could I have gone and asked for a cup of tea? Do you think they would have given me and, and said like, you know, I'll, I'll give it back to you next week? Yeah, the awkward moment where they said, Sorry, who are you? Oh, I used to play for the club. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Explaining yourself. Not even, I wonder, they w- look, if they started giving out free cups of tea. Wasn't there a fan you met coming in? What did he tell you? Oh, yeah, the guy goes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this fan, this fan uh, was there talking 
chairman Declan Carey, so <laughs> Ivan Over said hello to Declan, and he uh, said, "Who? Oh, who are you?" And, uh, and Declan introduced me, saying, "Oh, yeah, Dar Murphy used to play the team. Oh, yeah, yeah, you you came back from Stevenage that time, didn't you? And then you came, you came, and you didn't play at all." That's me. Yeah, pleased to meet you. <laughs> meaning, meaning no malice, but it just killed yeah, you. Pleased oh, to meet you. <laughs> I'll just turn around and go back out the gate there, yeah, bud. I'll head on there. Do you want a program in? I'm gone. What happened to me, similar enough, coming out after a game, all the kids be waiting to get things signed and all that. So he goes, oh, will you, will you sign our jerseys? Do you sign our jerseys? So yeah, no problem. I was buzzing, like, no, ask, someone asked me for an autograph. I thought it was the man. Signing things away. One of the kids goes, here, that's Danny Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Change your signature halfway through. <laughs> Starting to write Danny Morrissey. <laughs> Don't cause any confusion. You actually do look alike now. You do, I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah, the, hair, yeah. the haircut kind of does it. Yeah, the haircut. <laughs> I was on a bus today, believe it or not, and there was a bus driver had a Cork City uh, top on. So I kind of said to him, you know, Nice top. <laughs> Conversation starter. First off, there you said you were on a bus today. Pretty sweet with, top. With bus driver. Oh, the bus had a bus driver, didn't it? <laughs> and where did the conversation go from there, Rod? Go on, tell us more. Cool, see you later. <laughs> he said he's trying to get all the bus drivers to wear Cork City tops, yeah. which is a good idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. What the bus driver really said is that's still going to be two euro, please. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, give us a look at the back of it. Yeah, yeah no, give us a look at the back of the jersey, run it down to the back of the bus. What's your mind, Johnny? Yeah, I like it, I like it. Oh, dropping the book out of his backpack. <laughs> oh, that's my book! <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if you know the book. Fair play, Jay, using the public transport. <laughs> no, yeah, really endearing himself to the. <laughs> trying to get every angle to sell that book and the focus of this podcast today sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. did he bring Aaron Rod Aaron up here a while ago was that, was that his one no, no that was Aaron Rod right. yeah. yeah Aaron Rod Aaron they should be sponsored next podcast now after that giving them free advertising yeah fair play to the bus driver that's all I say <laughs> <laughs> actually uh, I met also when I, I did use the bus about a week ago and uh, I met Tom who goes to the games? Oh, you know yeah, Tom, yeah. yeah. Yeah, everyone knows Tom. I think. Yeah, yeah. So Tom is a bit of a character in the League of Ireland. You yeah, know him there? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, so uh, when I was getting off, I got a chance to say, Tom, you know, what do you think? Because there have been two games into the into the league, and he said, uh, uh, Don't fancy Dundalk. He said, Rovers, he, he are going to win. And I said, How would City? He said, Third. Now that's Tom's predictions. So that's oh, very interesting. Yeah. Tom's, he's. Oh, he'd be buying on the money most of the time. He knows every player. In yeah. the league as well. Yeah. And every player knows him. Yeah. I don't know how many times last year I was sat um, the day of a game up in Bally Buffet waiting for a game yeah. and he's walking past the, the mm-hmm. cafe that I'm in. It was the same, like, same when, I was, when I was up in Sligo. Because we actually we had, we played down in Cove in the Cup and Tom was there. We had a home game about three days later. Tom there again. You'd so always like, see him in Drogheda as how's, well. Like, how is he doing this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you think he'd buy a book on the bus? <laughs> 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 be interested next time you meet him there now to ask him how he chooses his games yeah 
what games he goes to every league he was at obviously they're all in I wonder if he get free transport and all that kind of stuff or he was at Sligo Dundalk he told me that there must be at least five different Toms walking around the place there's no way he can be at that many games cloned and four of them automated responses you don't know what he's saying hi Tom I saw you happy birthday and the real Tom is at a game you don't know what Amanda in fairness like Lovely, yeah. yeah. That's the magic of League of Ireland. And 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 Erin Rod Erin. Erin Rod Erin. What's her name again? <laughs> uh. <laughs> He's gone off the rails there now, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, uh, a bit of other Munster senior league. I suppose it was at the game at the weekend. Uh, Mayfield Douglas Hall two all. Good game to watch. A few, there was a few games called off. Rockmoon games called off against Collinswood. Because of fog, wasn't it? Yeah, I was, one, I was wondering, because Rockmoon have lights. Why wouldn't they go to a hotel, watch the United game and maybe come back? They were after travelling all the way down from Dublin. Yeah, it's free, it's free fix now for this, this Saturday yeah. night instead. I don't know if that's an option. Yeah, it's, it's free fix for Saturday night now. Just in case, I suppose, if there's fog again. But Avondale and Middleton one wasn't free fix, was it? No. Yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah. I didn't see. I didn't see that. I, I didn't see that. March or yeah, I was up. I seen on Facebook or something. March Sunday, or Sunday week, is it? Must be. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was definitely. It's definitely re- rescheduling. Yeah. And just a bit about kind of local football and stuff. You're kind of getting around the community there with. Um, City in the community. Yeah. yeah. Flogging hats. Flogging hats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely getting around. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. <laughs> you had to do that, didn't you? <laughs> you <had> oh. to. <laughs> Will he ever head off? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me when I can come in there. Now. No, but sitting in the community, we were in a school in McCroom today. We we do like a run the club thing. Um, we'll be in Blarney Street tomorrow. We're we're going to be running. Um, is Erica do that with you as well? Is it? Erica, yeah. Chris McDermott, yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, we'll have to get her in actually one day. Yeah, she definitely. Was, yeah. She was telling us that. Uh, she has a, a story, a story similar to, to Rob's about the Balaclava and the gun. So that'd be interesting to interesting, hear that. Interesting, yeah. But um, we're doing a we're doing a football memories kind of workshop starting next week. I saw that online. Yeah. Yeah. So it's oh, about interesting. Is that what is yeah, that yeah, about, yeah. John? Um, it's Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> For you know the 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 older generation kind of bringing back memories of the sport in general or football. Oh, maybe yeah. for people with Alzheimer's or dementia, like can talking about you know an old Cork legend or a European game or a, you know Italian 90 something just draw a memory from somewhere and we can get a conversation start or brilliant yeah so it's kind of a, a, a pilot one um, six six weeks I think so we see how we get on but just you know it's free to free to go to um, have a chat have a, a cup of tea or coffee and, and where is it on where is it on yeah doesn't know <laughs> somewhere it's on somewhere it's on, <laughs> it's on in the community with city it's <laughs> a text an hour before it turns up yeah that's that's basically my role I uh, know it sounds really good Genuinely, no, it's, yeah it that's a good really idea good. I, I, I saw the poster for it actually at the game as well so they're advertising it well it's getting out there it's on social and all media that stuff helps like you know League of Ireland clubs they're finally well, not finally but doing the community stuff I know you can kind of talk to your blue in the face say you need to be out in the community more but that they're actually doing it now you know that's definitely it's brilliant. played a big part in the improved attendances as well like. I think it has you know it has the social media yeah. and people getting out there yeah. you know backing it 
same we're trying to do there now at the Munster League at the moment is um, you know give highlights to, to the games you saw them there earlier we were looking at them and it's just brilliant to see you yeah. know they're they're not around they're not able to do that before and I, I think it'll be a huge advantage again it's local keep it local this podcast local so all the locals tune in <laughs> share with your friends let everybody know and the Rovers and Bows and yeah, the Dublin yeah. Club as well Shamrock Rovers fan I, I surprised the, the fair play to Shamrock Rovers guys listening to the podcast I'd, want, I'd like to ask um, any Dublin listener to respond to us how, how it sounds up in Dublin to listening you know Obviously, we're kind of talking about Cork a lot, and they we're bringing in a bit of Dublin. But so John has the the location for us. Yeah, it's now. in the SMA Community Centre in Wilton. Oh yeah, so the SMA, the SMA. Yeah, I know. Where's well. the SMA Community Centre? At the back of Wilton. I know Center. well. Is it breastfeeding yeah. support? I was there yesterday, so making a right tail of myself. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and again, local clubs get in, get in touch with us. Uh, let us know uh, feedback on social media. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Like and share stuff, and that's how the podcast is going to grow. I mean, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of feedback there now on social media, isn't there? Yeah, or even for shout-outs or events coming up. or So you see, thanked us at yeah, 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 thanked us as well, yeah. And it's just, I, I suppose, getting it mentioned, it's the only way we're going to grow, really. Uh, how do you decide whether what game you're going to be at with your Fans Voice TV? So we kind of pick a game, yeah, that kind of suits um, a way to find up. The most local. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're trying to pick, kind of get two different clubs every week, I suppose, on it. But th- could they request it from you? yeah. Yeah, they can they can request the game. We can go down and do it. Um, obviously we're Depends just doing highlights at the moment. We want to do we want to do Facebook Live. All right. We want to do that, but I'm waiting on uh, permission from the Monster Senior League. Obviously they'll have to give us permission for that. Um, right. It would affect you going to a game though with a co wanders fixture being on a Saturday in the same game, so you probably have to pick and choose. Or could you get someone? Well, I don't film the game, so I could send someone to. Oh yeah, game. yeah, that's perfect. So yeah. um, again, he's he's got other obligations as well. This isn't a full time thing as well, so it's kind of suited around his schedule as well. So but it's, it's all good though. It's all yeah, that's great. It's going to add to the league. More of awareness. I mean, it's fantastic that you're even thinking of doing that. Generally. And I know my my brother was delighted that he was able to show people his goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For the yeah, fellas who yeah. really stand out, yeah, yeah. get them goals up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what it's about, like you know, enjoying your football. Getting to see it back, recording it, and yeah, they can keep it forever. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you watch any uh, your old goals? Anybody? Any any you kept goals that were on TV? No, but I've I've been onto a few people about maybe getting some clips together of maybe as many goals as I can going going right back. But there used to be loads up on YouTube. But they've been taken off. They they were taken off when Forest kind of took over oh, City for some reason. Yeah. It was like that didn't really exist that was the new club I, I think but yeah. they kind of vanished uh, they were recording some of our under 19 games for a while and putting them up on YouTube the highlights but okay. there's only a small small selection of those yeah. out there I know my my dad used to have all the episodes of Soccer Republic from any game I played in okay. he used to have them recorded on Sky but I don't know if he still has them or I think back in the day Chorus used to do our games and they had yeah they did yeah so yeah. You'd, pro- probably, you'd probably get a bit some footage yeah a lot of, yeah, a lot, a lot of them companies would have stopped while the footage and not released it. Yeah, so I think Trevor Welch used to mm. co- commentate on or do the highlights of, of them things anyway. So 
Yeah, it'd be great to see some of those clips back on YouTube. Yeah, or just all, all your goals and you yeah. score for City. Take you know. five minutes for mine. Two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably take a few days. A few days are important for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I want to... Just that one, that one that yelp. One if, yelp. If we can if get... Yeah. can find that goal with the yelp. <laughs> Derry, it, it was in Turns Cross. It's worth showing, seeing, actually, honestly. In Turns Cross. In Turns Anyone Cross, in or in the Munster yeah. region probably it's would add. Derry, the... 2002, I'd say. Right. And we, we won 2 1. And it was, oh, it was it, half it was volley. Three. Oh, 3 was 2003. Oh, because you were there, yeah. Or, no, it was the year we won the league, Hog. No, that's a different goal, like you've saying. But you, every podcast would tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do you have uh, a book <laughs> <laughs> But did you not score an important goal? Yeah. But that wasn't the yelp. All oh, right, mm. I think you yelled that time as well. Like, <laughs> if I'm being honest, that's that's the one I can hear anyway. We'll so have to we'll, uh, wrap it up there. That's uh, episode seven. Thanks everyone for listening. And again, subscribe, share, or if you can do, please leave a review on Spotify or iTunes or Google Podcasts or Anchor or whatever you're listening to. Please, it will really help us. Thanks very much. Thank you. Steady the ship. <laughs> It's a wrap.